This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the miniatures gaming companion podcast to Dice Over Everything, where we choose a bunch of topics and talk about them for as long as the dice decide. All right, let's kick this off with an original question. What have you been up to for hobbying this week? Oh, man. So... I finally, I believe, finished my uh, Frostgrave Warband completely. So I got another bear, basically. And so I've been using, like, a dinky bear. But Mm -hmm. I didn't like the dinky bear because he's really small, especially relative to the polar bear that we had. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. How long is this one going for? I forgot to roll. That is for how long it was. Uh I'm so excited. So excited. I forgot to roll. Six minutes. Oh, my. Let's... All right, so that still counts, though. It does. So, anyways, I've been working on uh, uh, my Frostgrave stuff. So I had a little dinky bear from, um, I think it's like an animal companion bear, so it's like a little tiny brown bear. Um, But in Frostgrave, bears are, like, the toughest animal that you can get. Yeah. And also, they're tougher than basically your warband. They're like a knight, but possibly better. No, they're super knight. They're like a super knight compared to every single other thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought they had a weakness because they had zero will. But when you get an animal companion version, they get plus three will. So they're literally the strongest thing in your army. And it kind of scares me because, like, there is a... Uh, there are spells and There's some equipment. There's some equipment you can get. So normally you can't put equipment on bears, which kind of... Kind of balances it out, but still, bears are super strong, right? And they don't even count out. So you said they don't—they don't count as specialists. No, no, you can't pick stuff up with a bear. You can't tell them to grab things. Oh, that's true. Back. You can't pick stuff up, which matters. But they're—they—they they count as normal troopers. So it's like you have two plus two more knights than other people, which is really strong. And then they have plus three will, so they're not as—they're—they actually have more will than a knight, but they can't have items but there is in one of the uh in one of the previous books i'm pretty sure there's bear armor oh my god so So you could have like the strongest thing if you use one of the other books so um anyways that's all to say i got a second bear and my you know because i have animal companion so i have a second bear there and it's been doing crazy in the game uh, so I updated the bear now to have an appropriate model. So I believe it is Grizzly Bear. No, no, no. The WizKids one, I've, I, I've had the Polar Bear for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from WizKids. And then the Grizzly Bear is from... Nolzers? No, I don't think so. I, it's I, I, it's from um, the I other line. The, from the same line of WizKids, though. Oh, then I have a different Grizzly than you. Mm-hmm. I have a grizzly bear from – he's standing up, and I believe he's from, I don't know, like uh, – what's the Reaper maybe? I think he's Reaper. He's a Reaper Bones grizzly bear. So you don't have a Reaper Bones grizzly bear. No, because we were actually at a game store in Toronto mm-hmm. on – well, okay, it was along the subway line. but And they had the two different versions of the bear there, not both in stock, and I have both of those. Oh. So. Okay, so you you have a different grizzly than mine. So so when we fight, they'll, they'll be slightly different looking. That's good. So, so I guess the the understanding of grizzly bears is that they're the standing bear becomes the grizzly bear. That's the default. Yeah, the grizzly. standing. Well, they also look different, right? 
Mm-hmm. One looks like, at least mine, the, the grizzly bear actually looks bigger than the polar bear. They're actually around the same size, at least my models, but like in terms of like uh, toe to tail. But uh, the grizzly bear that I have is definitely bulkier. He's like a, it's like a brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks very strong. So at least uh, game-wise uh, to the model, he looks appropriate. Nice. Or she. Oh, no, no they're both boys. Oh, okay, you can, you can tell. I named mine as uh, Monsieur Blanc and Monsieur Brun. Oh, good names. Yes. And I'm not going to, uh, you know, say it in French. And Brun. Yes. I don't think it's Monsieur is an even actual real word. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically it. How about you? So, because I want to prime a whole bunch of stuff before the winter... I've been just mm-hmm. prepping models. So lately, I've mm-hmm. been prepping models for the Onyx faction in Infinity. Just a mm-hmm. few more like high-value targets, which are kind of the civilian models, and then the two sort of small-sized tags, the Zeodrons for them, and a few more mm-hmm. other like more specialty troops that now with the changed link teams they're going to want. So I'm going to try and prep a whole bunch of stuff, prime it, and then paint it sometime over the winter. Mm. Yeah, I got it with the with the new uh, Infinity um, Assassin stuff. I got to paint more of my Infinity stuff. Mm-hmm. I just threw them all in the box because I got them as well. Really? You're you're not gonna? I guess I guess there's only so many you can paint at one time, right? Just like you know, I've been working on my Frost Gray stuff, just finishing that up. So, well, it's a matter yeah, of I so, want to paint a whole bunch of stuff at one time, so I want to gather and amass more of it and come up with some ideas for it, and then start working on it. It's only just started coming out, so that the re-release of that line. Yeah. Um, I guess. Like, but if you're not if you're not going to clean it up and spray it, how are you going to do your your assassins before the like before for the winter? Oh, I'm not going to. Really? No. You just bought it when it came out, and then you're going to wait like four months to paint it. You almost might as well just like have. Just have waited for the box to come out by itself. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's too late for that, anyways. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, FOMO. So makes sense. You bought it now. Uh, yeah. So besides that, I guess the last thing I worked on um, is a little. Just finished up a, a dog that I had. So that's why my my warband is finished because I also finished the, the dog that had basically been done. I just had to do some basing, and so I finished that. And so mm-hmm. my Frostgrave Warband is now complete for the next little while. Unless right. another guy dies. Mm-hmm. Could happen. Yep. All right. All right. It's been six completes, minutes. That completes that. You know, start us off on another question. Yeah, I had to drag that out because we mm-hmm. hadn't completed it. So go on. All right. Do you want me to go for a question? Yeah, sure. Go for it. All right. So I think we could probably talk about this one for longer in D6, but you know how new editions of games come out, and we we often talk about Warhammer 40k a lot, and they're on like ninth edition, but then we talk about mm-hmm. Blood Bowl sometimes, and they just called it Blood Bowl again. They didn't call it Blood Bowl fourth edition, third, whatever else. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's better that game editions or are numbered, or if they're just like not numbered and you're just this is the current version of the game? All right, six minutes. All right, so this is it for the podcast. So this was, is it better if if additions are numbered? Yeah. Or it's just called the name, and they keep calling it that name, and yet it keeps changing. I think this is a pretty obvious 
thing. Obviously, it's better if it's numbered. Because, especially with Games Workshop, uh, mm-hmm. there's a significant changes that happened, right? And so, if you're playing different editions, and especially, you know, when you have significant changes in with Games Workshop games, you're playing a different game. And so, if people just say the name, and then they come over and they start playing, they, you can surprise people, right? And then, you look at what happened with Necromunda when they didn't name it, like, give it Necromunda 2nd Edition name. Um... They had to just, people, when they talk about it, they talk about it as Necromunda 2017, right? Yeah, like the community was forced to name it, which then yeah. causes all these inconsistencies. Like, what? what is even the name of this game? Yeah, exactly. And especially considering the old game is actually better than the new game. Um, <laughs> I actually don't know if that's true. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm pretty sure that it is better than the old game. This is my guess. Um, because of that, um, you have, you, you obviously have issues, right? Because how, what are people going to? So, so they probably only called it Necromunda because they wanted to replace it entirely versus the old one, right? Entirely, right? When you call it second edition, I guess it, it implies that you could play the uh old one but i guess not really most people just play the latest edition right yeah you don't usually see people going back with them if you from the game developer's perspective if you don't want anyone going back and playing the old edition by being like oh, okay let's go play third because you could tell someone we're going to go play third if you just scrapped mm-hmm. once you get as the game maker if you get rid of that now people aren't going to be like inclined to latch onto the old stuff because now whenever anybody talks about it they automatically just are forced to assume the newest or because they're editions, and that makes a clear lineage, right? Edition, you know, first edition, second edition. Does that actually encourage people to play the latest edition versus when you call them? It's the same name, mm-hmm. but with no whatever edition. Now they they seem to be on even footing, right? Because now if you say 2000 Necromunda, I don't know, I don't know what they call it, original Necromunda, or they say Necromunda 2017. And now they actually look more comparable. So maybe it's Maybe I'm wrong, and actually calling them additions is more of a replacement than the other way. So maybe it's because some people in GW knew that the new Necromunda was not as good as the old Necromunda, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so they didn't want to give it a second edition as if it was built upon that edition, because it wasn't really. Well, it was kind of, but it was, I don't know, not well put together. So and there was all these changes that were worse. So can we even think of a game where people reject the new, the new edition and we're just like, nope, we're staying in the old edition? That's like an example of one people didn't even accept like the numbering or the new name. I think, I think Nec- I don't know if you, uh, rejecting them entirely is, is a thing. There's obviously uh, Age of Sigmar, but that was an entirely changed name, right? Yeah, Which was a different game. Using, you couldn't keep using and the then, models either for the most part. And yeah, no, you could. There's a few. Eventually few you could. could. Yeah. Uh, so they did for Age of Sigmar, I guess there was a bunch of people who walked away from that. They didn't call it, you know, they changed the new rules. They changed the rules entirely, right? And so they called it a different game. They blew up the universe. Um, and then I guess technically Necromunda, the, the size of players that are playing the old game is is relatively like a decent size comp- when you think about uh, you know how long the new Necromunda has been going on and how well it's supported, whereas while people still play the old game, 
like that is a somewhat of a rejection for, of you know the new Necromunda rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see with campaigns it being more likely for people to reject it because like oh I've got this army going on, I don't mm-hmm. want to like throw away my army like my campaign army just because you came up with a new edition. Yeah. So I can I can see in games like that there being more of a chance at rejection. Mm-hmm. But like it usually seems like no one ever. It seems like it doesn't really matter what they call it. It just gets confusing when it doesn't have an addition number. And you try and, like... I think I think it does. Thing. I think the biggest thing is it's confusing, but I actually am not clear on whether it makes it... makes people... Oh, there's Kill Team as well. Kill Team 2nd Edition, which I also don't think they called it 2nd Edition. No, they just keep calling it They just Kill called team. it Kill Team. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't. Like, To be fair, the new Kill Team, I think, did kill the old Kill Team. More than the, the the new Necromunda killed the old Necromunda. So, um, yeah, I think people new. just moved away from the old kill team and then just started playing, like, I guess either the new kill team or, like, moved on to different games. Because I don't really see anyone playing the old kill team anymore. No, because the new kill team was better, but then when you realized that it wasn't even that good... Was it like, better? I guess it was kind of better. Yeah, just not better. great either, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um... Yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, I think it's better just to make it less confusing. And so when people buy books, you know, you can just obviously see what the latest edition is. And then if you want to play the old ones, you can just be like, okay, search out anything with a certain edition, right? Yeah, it's true. It makes it easier. Expansion books and it doesn't have an edition attached to it. It can be really annoying for people trying to get into the game. So I think, yeah, for that. Yeah. Less confusion is probably better. Uh. Yeah, and so I think with what is that? What other games? There's Frostgrave Second Edition, mm-hmm. which is numbered. Uh, although, are the Frostgrave expansion? So Frostgrave is a little bit weird because all of the expansion books actually work with Second Edition. Like there, there wasn't such big changes that they didn't work. So. Well, yeah, and all the changes to them are put out for free. So you, if you buy it, you get a free update that tells you what you might want to alter. To make it compatible, yep. so it's not it's not a loss if you get the old books. Yep. Um, I don't think Battle for Middle Earth actually says second or third edition. It's just you have to know that there are newer ones and older ones. So yeah, it's actually very very annoying now to think about it. Mm-hmm. You should just as a consumer. It's just nice. And it's one of those things, like, you don't even have to put it on the front of your book, but, like, somewhere inside so that someone can check it, basically, before they buy it so they make so they know, right? Yeah, even for game stores ordering product, if they're like, yeah. oh, this is in stock at the manufacturer, and people are buying this product, and they go and they order it, and it yeah. happens to be the old crap, it's going to sit on their shelves, and they're just going to piss them off for that entire line of products. Yeah, yeah. and I think with the... Um, with expansion books, it, it, I think it's probably nice to just put in expansion for whatever edition, right? Because with, like, uh, Infinity, there's, like, expansion books, but they're for the previous version, right? And mm-hmm. to be fair, I think those expansion books are a little bit light on on um, value. But mm-hmm. but I bought them anyways just to... Because, you know, there's there was something there at least. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's basically it. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, we filled filled six minutes for that too. Uh, okay, so uh, this has been uh, this edition of uh, 
36 minutes. If you have any uh, questions you want to send us, um, you can email us, email us at dice over or at contact at diceovereverything.com. Or find us on Facebook or Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. Bye.